0: 630 Chad inside sports with Reed Wilkins weekdays at six on 630 Chad. Take the goal off the board. It's back to being scoreless between Tampa Bay and Florida. So while I was talking to Gee Flaming from the Oil Kings broadcast, Tampa Bay scored to go up one, nothing, a lengthy review on a coach's challenge. So the Panthers said, look, we were clearing the puck up the glass and it hit the mesh and stayed in play and you could see a couple panthers players in the you know leading up to the goal pointing saying hey it was over the glass now this review took a long time cam moons joined me here and it was now uh, well you're we're looking at different monitor, monitors yeah, yeah. but we're not super close to a monitor but it appeared to me from what i saw you couldn't actually see the puck hitting the mesh because it went into kind of that black on black but you could see it disappear above the height of the glass so by inference you had to say i would assume they ruled okay well it must have hit the mesh
1: it had to hit something it had to, to hit stay something in to stay
0: in there yeah. was no mystical force field as far as we know <laughs> as far as we know uh nobody had their green lantern ring i'm not ruling it out in play So anyway, it's back to being scoreless. And this is a situation. Tampa Bay looking for the sweep. The uh, Panthers are out shooting them 29-8. It's now halfway through the second period. Avalanche and Blues later. And the uh, Blue Jays are trailing the Cardinals 1-0 in the third. We're inside Rogers' place for tonight's game between the Oil Kings and the ice. It starts at the top of the hour. The Big L has emailed... Inside Sports at 630Ched.com. He says, Reed, you are spot on about Lucic, but more importantly, and an honor of you providing us with an Inside Sports edition on a holiday Monday, your most ardent listeners have pulled together some couch cushion money and will send you a canned ham. Unfortunately, the 14 of us couldn't come up with enough for a premium brand, so I hope you're okay with something we bought in an alley. The transaction started with, Psst, hey, buddy, want to buy a tin of meat-like substance? So I'll look for that in the mail, Big L. Thank you very much. Mooner, we can split it. That
1: is right out of Sesame Street. I appreciate the humor in that. <laughs> and uh, we have even we even have people calling in. Do you want to do open line Yes, with me? I would love okay, to. Okay, now, everybody, here's your
0: opportunity. You, you talk to me whenever you want. Mooner is here. Okay, 780-496-0063. Chris from Phoenix is on the line. Chris, go ahead.
2: Hey boys. Uh, so I was gonna call in yesterday, but you know I had to get up early. I had to get up early this morning, and you know how I get after a victory. I get way too crazy, and I would have been up all night. So it's, it's amazing. Not only do I get to talk to Reed Wilkins, who is a Edmonton legend, but I get to talk to Rob Brown, who is a former 50 goal scorer, and now I get to talk to the new upcoming legend Cam Moon. And this is after I got a chance to meet Rod Phillips a few years ago down here in Ed, uh, down here in Arizona at an Oilers Coyotes game. It was amazing. Um, I, I just I, I'm kind of flustered right now. It's, it's like it's like I'm on uh, you know some sort of uh, Hollywood Squares or something, you know. But uh, just want to comment on on last night's game. Um, I, have, I have said this numerous times with the Oilers. When the Oilers play their game, they come at teams in waves. And there are very few teams that can handle the Oilers when we play our game. And when you've got the best player in the world that seems to elevate his, his game to another stratosphere on, on, a, on a nightly basis, it's, it's ridiculous just watching what this guy does. It, it, it seems like he just makes it up as he goes, and it works out for him. So it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's ridiculous. And then you got Leon, who is playing on one leg, and he is still probably better than 95% of the players out there and uh it, it's just amazing and i'm a, I'm a, I'm a diehard Oilers fan i love seeing him win especially against the flames the only the only negative uh, things that i've seen is just the officiating the officiating has been brutal uh let's be honest i don't even know what's the penalty anymore you, you you see guys get cross-checked in the face like barry did in in, in uh, the la series i counted about three cross-checks last night in the first period that never get called and then they call a little picky tack hook to the to the to the hand, so it's it's just frustrating as an Oilers fan. And then you see Luch, which I have a soft spot for Luch, as you know he's a he's a fellow Serbian like I am, so I, I can't hate on him too much. But what he did last night was was kind of dirty, but it could have been a lot worse because he did hold up. And he he could have plowed Smith right through the boards if he really wanted, yeah, for to, but sure. he didn't. Still still wasn't a still wasn't a smart play. But uh, I, I hope that the Oilers on Wednesday come out with the same intensity that they've said bar Tuesday, sorry tomorrow, as they did uh, last night and the, the, the game before. It, it seems like we really kind of turned it up uh, during Game One. And I know Game One was kind of a you know a, a, a just a I don't even know what to say about that one. But I think I think just the resilience of us coming back, I think was uh, was 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 pretty good. And I think since then we've really turned it up. So hopefully. we could come out with the same fire
0: but love the show let's go right on chris from phoenix checking in with an enthusiastic and wide-ranging call. he's always he always tries to be pretty positive which is good but uh, he he said it if when the oilers are going they can come in waves and i i get it you know i i still hear from fans even after some of the wins well when is player x gonna score when's player x gonna score fair enough the goal of the game is to score but the last couple of years, the Oilers would have the big guys on and then they would lose shifts. I, I, I feel like last night they won a lot of shifts. Yes. Even if they didn't always put the puck in the net.
1: And I, I thought, that, well, of course, the big line, they had the big night, but uh, the Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Zach Hyman, Yessa RV line had a lot of good looks too. And, and sustained zone time. I thought they were cranking up the cycle and being able to hold the puck inside the Flames end. So, Those are positives, too. What I really, really liked about the Oilers game last night, though, Reid, was the way they did track back into their zone, created turnovers within the just inside the blue line as i think the lightning had another goal taken off yeah the it's here. a hand
0: pass off the face off yeah. wow yeah. The, the last two minutes of game time have taken about 17 minutes <laughs> and two goals have come <laughs> off two the board. two goals have come off board, but that was an obvious hand pass yes. to win the face off
1: uh, the oilers coming back into the zone that was creating turnovers which was then leading to rushes which led to goals and there was one where they broke up the cycle And then that led to a goal. So strong defensive play by Edmonton led to offense the other way, and the Flames struggled with those rushes. So I I like to see the team, they, they weren't trading chances. They weren't giving up a lot of odd man rushes. Yeah, the Flames had a few good looks over the course of the game, but I wouldn't say they had a lot of them. And Edmonton was able to create that off of the way they defended, I thought
0: okay well this will be a treat okay. uh, he's probably out doing skip the dishes it is uh is it skip the dishes or uber eats ron from red deer i can never remember it's skip the dishes and are you doing it tonight i am too okay and i i always say you you want to talk to cam moon he's here i'm here right now I'm
2: the, i am so privileged and honored to be talking to you, cam huge fan of you you're very this is the reason i called just to let you know that you're missed calling the games for the Rebels, but very much appreciate your calling the Oilers games. Always a fan and that's all I wanted to
1: say. Ron, thank you very much. I, I very much appreciate uh, the sentiments. I uh, I enjoyed my time immensely in Red Deer and uh, all the fun that we had uh, with the Rebels over the years, but I am thoroughly enjoying my time yeah. here in Edmonton. Yeah, you're doing and, awesome. Thank you, and I love calling games for the Edmonton Oilers this is as as a guy that grew up here it is absolutely magical to uh, have the privilege to be back
0: okay sir Robert is also calling in on the uh, holiday Monday sir Robert happy
1: Victoria Day yeah yeah hey Reed same to you Cam how you doing doing well thanks for the call yeah well I want to start I want to start
2: with this I actually I actually met Cam Moon several years ago at the uh, Oil King preseason tournament that they used to have out in St. Albert, and they had Red Deer
1: and Claude and Swift Current and a couple other teams that used to play and not quite regularly. Oh, that was fun! I enjoyed that there. Yeah, yeah. They, they would play at the um, at the at rink there in St. Place. Albert. Yeah, at Service Place. Yeah, that was uh that was tremendous. You could get a couple of preseason games in against uh, a few different teams and. For us, it was just a short drive up the highway. So yeah, those were good times.
2: Yeah, no, and, well, 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 and I guess I want to say, I want to say on the Oilers last night. I mean, you know, I think, uh, I mean, one thing I noticed. I mean, I mean, you would say obviously that I mean they started better because I mean the shots in the first were twenty-one-seven, but I mean just to me, to me it just seemed it just seems like the Oilers were. I guess a little bit more
1: in control last night from the outset. I'd say that's fair. I, th- yeah. I, think, yeah, yeah.
0: I think so for sure. E- right.
1: Even though it was 0-0, they were controlling the play. And if they stayed with it, Reed, you just felt like it was going to turn at some point.
0: It's it's going to be, I mean, so much of the playoffs is the punch and the counterpunch or the action and the response. And now the Flames have lost two games in a row. And they lost a lead in... Well, they lost the lead in Game One as well. G- game One's almost in its own weird category, but the Flames won it. They lost the lead in Game Two, and and now you look at Calgary. They've, you know, they've scored uh, two goals in the last five periods. So all of a sudden, it's like, okay, they got to get going. I I think the Flames, big guys. I think this is a big moment for them. Um, I I know that the Oilers' stars were flying last night, and that helped them set up. The, you know, the four goals they got. I, 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 when I was watching the, cause I went back and watched through the highlight pack a couple of times this morning. And I, then the second time I watched it, I, I thought to myself, I'm going to watch from the perspective of watching what the flames are doing. Okay. And you know, and then you see Coleman making the foolish drop pass to his own bench when a guy is changing and you see, uh, I think it was a I can't remember if it was Hannafin or Anderson making a pinch that was, somewhat ill-advised along the way and then you see on one of kane's goal kachuk was right behind him mm-hmm. and he stopped skating and if he takes another stride or two who knows if he disrupts that pass so this, now it's the challenge to calgary to see if they can of course it's a challenge for the orders to see if they can bounce back but i think we always talk about the tape jay woodcroft has i think daryl sutter and kirk Muller have some tape where it's like okay you want you can make 90% of the play and we'll lose again or you can start, you know, making 100% of the play and we'll be in the game.
1: I won't I don't doubt for a second that the Calgary Flames will bring their best game so far in this series tomorrow night. I they don't have a choice. Like they absolutely have to bring their best and for the Oilers they need to match or better it and Last night's game, it's done. It's last night's game. I I honestly don't think there's momentum from game to game. You're starting right back at zero when the puck drops tomorrow night. So I I think the challenge would be upon upon the Oilers that the the Flames will come out with a little more desperation, and that's going to make for a very interesting and fun night. And the other thing from last night that uh, I hope isn't lost on anybody, but when, when Jay Woodcroft called the timeout, and then the return yeah. of uh, Mike Smith, like that was shades of the Undertaker in WWE. Okay, because
0: I referenced that earlier, and somebody said to me, Steve Austin. But was that more of what an Undertaker thing? I don't. I honestly don't know. And Kellen's not working tonight, so we don't have our wrestling guy.
1: Yeah, he would be able to provide illumination on that. Yes. <laughs> um, well, I just I just remember seeing the, and I don't remember watching it live or anything, but the clips of the Undertaker coming so out of the So perhaps it was more of the Undertaker. Thing. Okay. I don't know. That just—that's what it seemed like to me. But it, when when that went up on the screen in the building that Mike Smith was coming back from the dressing room, that might have been the loudest. To, that yeah, might have been the cool. loudest it got here in Rogers Place last night. That might have been it. That was crazy.
0: Yeah. Mooner, stick around. Okay. 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 Uh, more with Cam Moon. Stoff's coming up as well. I got a really cool quiz for Stoffer. That we'll do after 7 o'clock.
1: Yeah, you were fired up about it yesterday. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did I give it to you? No, I don't oh. know what it is. I oh. don't want to know what it is.
0: Okay, yeah, we'll we'll hold off. Uh, more with Cam Moon. If you want to chime in on this holiday Monday, I am live tonight at Rogers Place. Oil Kings and Ice coming up. 780-496-0063. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Cam Moon here as well. We're in Rogers Place. Oil Kings and Ice coming up at the top of the hour. The best of seven WHL East final is tied one-one. As I was uh, mentioning off the top of the show, it, uh, it looks like the CFL players have voted down the collective bargaining agreement. So this puts the uh, upcoming preseason and maybe even the start of the regular season in jeopardy. We'll see if the players decide to go back on strike or work without a CBA. The Elks do have a game on Friday, which will be on six thirty, Chad, if it's played, a preseason game. That's all we know for now. Oilers play. Uh, we know the Oilers play Tuesday and Thursday for sure. And both those games are 5.30 face-off shows with puck drops at 7.30 in Edmonton tomorrow in Calgary on Thursday. That's what's going on there. Mooner, uh, thanks for stopping by. Uh, Oil Kings and Ice, this is... Well, this is who should be playing. At yes. this Well, he maybe even would have been nice one round later, but they're in the same conference. But <laughs> this, is, but, but uh, Guy was on
1: earlier, and he was saying no Savoy. No. For Winnipeg? He uh, got injured in Game 2, as I understand. So that's unfortunate, as he is... Uh, a highly coveted draft-eligible player who is from the area. He's from St. Albert. So, unfortunately, he's not in the lineup for the ice this evening.
0: All right. And the ice, uh, so James Patrick is their coach. Yes. Long-time NHL player as well. And
1: all-around great interview.
0: Is he? Yes. I'll have very to try and get him interview. on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And so this, is this their second year in Winnipeg? Oh,
1: I want to see it be their
0: third. Third year in Winnipeg? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yes. Yeah. They they were there for a uh, the season that then... The truncated yeah, season. Got, and no, then, well, they won. They got gonged in March. Right. Then they had the the goofy one that was just within their own division last year and then this year. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: we got Tyler on the Certainty Hotline. Tyler, thanks for calling. Go ahead.
2: Hey, it's Taylor here. Oh, Taylor, my apologies. Yeah. No worries. Uh was just listening to you guys while driving. Um, you made some awesome points. I was at the game there yesterday and uh just wanted to say uh pretty much waited my whole life for this battle of alberta it's been unbelievable so far i'm 35 now but went uh basically got to enjoy the cup run in 06 which is uh unbelievable and just to see the energy from the city and everybody waking up it's uh it's been a real treat and last night was just bananas at the game and you guys make like I got goosebumps hearing about Mike Smith oh yeah in, and that it's, was crazy
0: the, the crowd is I mean it's it's so awesome to have playoff hockey and the Oilers are looking good I mean we'll see I, I don't want to count chickens it's so tight but the, the fans deserve it the fans are passionate and you know you watch NFL and say oh well Seattle so crowd so loud Kansas City is so loud or these basketball I mean but that's Edmonton I mean, other markets look at hockey games in Edmonton and say that's an elite crowd. That's a crowd that's into it. That's a loud crowd. I mean we get to we get to live that. Yeah. We don't have to look at other cities doing it in other sports or other NHL rinks and live it like it's it's happening right here. That's how loud it is and how intense it is.
1: Taylor, I'm glad that you got to go and you got to experience last night and and now that you know, you're now being a part of the Battle of Alberta memories that are being made now so not ones that we have to talk about from the 80s that's before your time but you know now you're you're getting to live your own ones right now and you got to see that and the whole mike smith thing like that was last night was an incredibly special night i thought
0: yeah oh yeah right on thank you taylor thanks guys okay and, and before the top of the hour we'll get dave in as well hi dave thanks a lot for calling
2: yeah hi guys Yeah, Uh, can you give me an update on the world hockey scene over there in Helsinki? I don't have access to that information. I I was just—it's
0: funny. I was joking with Mooner this morning about how little attention I've been paying to it.
2: Thank you.
1: But we can find it for you. But we
0: can
2: check
1: quickly. Good good work, guys. We have the ability to uh, to mine out this information. (laughs) I
0: seriously have to look it up on the fly because I've uh, I've it's been. All Oilers almost all the time for me. Where are we right now? I don't, uh, know. <laughs> I don't even know where we are in the tournament. Uh, Canada still has a couple games left, don't we? Then I think we have the quarterfinals coming up.
1: So they haven't got to the elimination stuff yet? Is that what you're telling me? I
0: think so. Okay. Yeah. Boy, that's awful and that I know I so little about well,
1: that. Uh, it's understandable. The Battle of Alberta's on, Reed. Totally understandable. Uh we lost to uh we lost to Denmark today. Whoa. <laughs> well, that's a three, that's three not good. Th- uh three two. There we go. Really? Huh. Yeah, then after seventy three years, Denmark beat. First, first
0: time we've ever lost to Denmark. So that is uh that is the update. Uh both teams are four and two and they are going to the quarters. One more preliminary round for Canada, it's against France. There we have it. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing we learned something. Well, uh, we did. We found out something. It is kind of like, look, I want Canada to do well, but it's nice we're following the NHL and not like, oh, here's the here's a bunch of Oilers playing for various teams yeah. at Worlds. Uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs are much more interesting, as uh, are the WHL playoffs, and the Oil Kings are going to be coming out on the ice soon. Mooner, we're going to do a sub. Stuffs ready to go. Yeah, he's ready he's to all, go. He's all limbered up. He was just stretching. He's ready to rock and roll. All stretched out. Yep. We're live in Roger's place inside sports on Victoria Day. 630 Chad inside sports with Reed Wilkins weekdays at six on 630 Chad.
2: For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does.